The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Diedrich Bader is one of my favorite actors in comedy. You know him from such shows as Drew Carey, American Housewife, Better Things, and Veep. Along with his cool voice work on South Park, The Simpsons, and Ice Age, now he can be seen as Tony Caligula, I love that name, on the new AMC comedy drama Lucky Hank, starring Bob Odenkirk. As I've got Diedrich Bader on the line right now from Los Angeles. Hey, Jim. Hey, Diedrich. Welcome back to the show. Gosh, you've been in so many of my favorite TV shows and films. I mean, you. I loved your character, Rich, on Better Things. That must have been a lot of fun for you. Oh, it really was. It really was. I mean, a part of what was so interesting, of course, is that, um, you know, the scripts are incredibly different. And working with Pamela Adelon is a yeah. fantastic treat. But it also was nice to do comedy at the rhythm of life and not to speed up um, a joke over and over and over again, which is yeah. generally what people want on sitcoms, and um, to really listen and react. And um, that's part of the thing that I really love about Lucky Hank as well, is that, you know, it, it is its rhythm of life. So you get to take time with jokes. And ultimately, I think it's funnier because it feels like it comes from a real place rather than just, like, here's another joke, you know? Uh-huh. Well, did Pamela contact you to become part of Better Things? How did that work for you? Um, so uh, Pam and I uh, worked together um, on a show. We'd known each other kind of peripherally. I'm the one who handed her her Emmy. Um, <laughs> really? And then, uh, yeah, and then we bumped into each other a couple of times at voiceover studios. You know, she has a great voiceover career. Yeah. And I work in voiceover as well. And anyway... Um, we did a show together called Milo Murphy's Law that was uh, created by the guys that did um, uh, Phineas and Ferb, uh, yeah. Dan Povenmire and uh, Swampy Marsh. And uh, we played husband and wife on that show. And uh, one day, just to see what it was like and to get the rhythm of it for the actors, I'm sorry, for the writers, um, uh, they brought us both in at the same time. And we got along like a house on fire. Uh-huh. And it was just really fun to improvise with her. And she told me she was developing a show and uh, that she wanted me to be in it. And, you know, actors say that when they're in development. And it, <laughs> uh, this is the first time that anybody has actually followed through with anything like that. You hear that. And, I mean, they made it at the time. So there's really nothing wrong with it. But I didn't expect anything to come of, uh, out of it. And then I got this amazing part. It was really a great opportunity. Also an amazing part was uh, Bill Erickson on Veep. That just seemed like such a well-oiled machine, right, with Julia and the rest of the cast. <laughs> it's funny that you say well-oiled machine. It was an amazing cast and probably the best scripts that I certainly had worked with to, the, to date, um, to that date anyway. But, um, but... When it was run, uh, run by the original creator of the show, uh, Armando uh, Anucci, who's a genius, um, the scripts came in at the very last minute. So it was not, it was kind of a clunky machine because. <laughs> because Interesting. You know, you got the, oh my God. Like you would get them on the day. <laughs> Literally on the day. It was a crazy shoot. But uh, those actors were so much fun to work with that they, they, you just kind of, you know, you just sort of went with it. Everybody was in the same boat. I mean, all of Julia's lines were handed to her basically, you know, right before you shoot a scene. So it was really going by the seat of your pants. Wow. Well, and, you know, I've heard, I heard about this now months ago, the most anticipated series, Lucky Hank, with 
Bob Odenkirk. How did you find out that you got this role? I mean, it's quite a departure, obviously, from Bob's Better Call Saul. Well, you know, it's sort of fascinating, this whole COVID stretch, because it it's like, it's a little like it's a wonderful life in that I had to like remove myself from life and uh-huh. take a look at, at where I was and what I wanted. And I wanted to do something a, a little like, um, but be a regular on a show, but, but a, a, like better things where it was about a human struggle and, um, and it, it felt real and that it could happen and that it wasn't just a regular sitcom. And, and then uh, uh, basically a year passed because that's really hard to find. And I was I was wondering like, uh, is a show ever going to come where that I really want to be on? Granted, like I've had the luxury of being this is my seventh series, so I've had an eno- yeah. enough series where I can take some time off. And also, voiceover was continuing for me, so I was continuing to work, but not on camera. You know, it's a real dedication of time now. It's not like the, the Drew Carey show where we, you know, did it like a play and we would rehearse it for three hours a day, and then one night we would shoot it at night, and it was just like the best hours ever. But you know, when you work on a, a show now, it's it's 12, 14, sometimes 16 hours in a day. And and um, so you have to be really committed to doing it. Odenkirk had uh, high praise for you and some of the other cast members like Murray Enos and Shannon DeVito. He said, I want to surround myself with the best, and I think I did that. Oh, my God, what a nice thing to say. Well, yeah. let me tell you, he is the best. I have never worked with anybody who is so generous, so sweet, so thoughtful. You know, like you'd, you'd think the guy is a real curmudgeon, but he's actually incredibly thoughtful, sweet, well-read, interesting guy. We went out to dinner together almost every night, and I never got tired of having dinner with Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> um, he's just he's funny and fabulous and, and just down-to-earth. You know, he's a real blue-collar kind of guy, and, and uh, at the same time, super-duper smart, and... Um, He's just, uh, he's a delight, man. And, um, this, you know, working with him just on a set is so fascinating because he thinks about a scene, not necessarily first as an actor, but as a writer. So he sees things as they are, not how, um, his character would see it through the narrow prism of uh, his character. Then he gets into it. And it's just, I've never worked with anybody like it. And it's, it, he's so funny and human and real and uh, he's just a good guy man and uh, this show is really cool it, it it's a very interesting thoughtful show um set in the world of academia and i've noticed i've watched a few scenes now kind of reminds me of veep in that people are just awful to each other aren't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are people, you know, and it's yeah. just like anybody who works in an office would, would be able to recognize these, you know, these characters that are there because people are stuck. You're stuck together. You're stuck living together. You're stuck having to get along with each other. And, you know, you you if people struggle and they make their own troubles, uh, that's one thing I've learned about life. In in um, a place like a first world country like, you know, uh, America, yeah. we make a lot of our own troubles. And um, and this uh, show is kind of about the way people perceive themselves and 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 how they create trouble for themselves. And it's sort of fascinating. Like there's this larger struggle for Hank, and he doesn't really realize what it is. And that's why he can't deal with by not dealing with it head on. Everything else in his life falls apart. I came across it the other night. It was on TV, Napoleon Dynamite, and and it's one of those movies that I just have to watch. I stay on it for a while. One of my favorite films. You played Rex. 
Did you guys have any idea, I don't know if I ever asked you this, what you had when you were making this? Because it was very different than anything that had come out. It was the funniest script that I've ever read. Yeah. Not in Office Space, probably Office uh-huh. Space, but a close second, but second. Napoleon Dynamite was definitely the funniest script I've ever read. And I thought if it were executed properly, it would be an incredibly funny movie. They had absolutely no money. My agent tried to talk me out of doing it because they weren't really paying me. And uh, I mean, they paid me, don't get me wrong, but not very much. Um, I got a daily rate, which I think was like $700 or something like Uh that. But it doesn't really matter because you just, you want to be in it. You know, I, um, I didn't know any of the actors. I now do, but of course, but I didn't then. And um, it was just a leap of faith, you know, that's shooting in a tiny town in Idaho. And the crew was like about six guys or something. I mean, it was like, <laughs> uh, they call it a skeleton crew. It was, it was like just a couple of bones crew. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, listen, I always tell actors that are starting to come up, you, you just have to go by the material. If you, The rest of it is out of your control. You don't know if the director is going to be good. You don't know if they're going to get distribution. You don't know anything. But if you want to do an indie... It, go by the script. If the script is something that really appeals to you, if you find it funny, just go and do it. What's the downside? Can't wait to see Diedrich in the brand new comedy drama, Lucky Hank with Bob Odenkirk. It'll be on Sundays on AMC. Diedrich, always nice to talk to you. Uh, good luck with the show. Sounds like it's going to be a big one. Oh, I hope so. Thanks. All right, buddy. Your voice to God's ear. Uh, thanks for having me back on the show. All right. I enjoyed it. Thanks. All right, bye. Diedrich is in so much quality stuff because all these great actors want to work with him. Remember Lucky Hank coming up on AMC with Bob Odenkirk. Well, that finishes this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. Thanks so much for stopping by. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. I think you know what it's like.